Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. We are Sorry Right Number. Tonight's episode, December 22nd, 1985, Season 2, Monsters in My Room. No, Comet Watch. Season 2, Episode 12, Comet Watch. No. Oh, am I back? Oh, sorry. Monsters in... Don't make me slap you. Monsters in my room. <laughs> slap me. Audra got... Damn it, Audra. <laughs> okay, stop. We got 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> no. I watched All Comet right. Watch. Oh, you went ahead. Apparently, I went affecting cause, and then I went Comet Watch. Oh, you are the worst. Hey, guess what? Spoiler alert, it's not good. <laughs> Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are sorry, right number. We're back. And we're on the right episode. <laughs> we just finished. Uh, I had to rewatch this shit, but Audra <laughs> had to watch it because she. Uh, I had skipped one. She 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 read ahead, <laughs> and uh, so we had to go back and so she can actually review it. So uh, tonight's episode is monsters in my room. Monsters in my room. <laughs> December 22nd, 1985 Season 2, Episode 12 Biff doesn't understand children well And mm. winds up at odds with his new wife Helen's young son Timmy Whose life is already complicated by the monsters that Timmy finds in his bedroom Um... Uh, right out the gate, I mean, immediately when I saw this kid, I was like, oh, that's Seth Green. And I looked it was it a up, young Seth and Green. It was actually a young Seth Green. He'd, uh, at this point, he's only been in a couple of, uh, like a TV movie and a couple of episodes of a TV show. So it was like his first starring gig, maybe. Probably, yeah. On TV. And he did well for, you know. Yeah, he was like. For a, what he had to work with. Yeah, it was bullshit. So, um, who played Biff? Biff is Greg Mullavery. Mullavery. <laughs> I, I remember seen him, him in a lot of stuff. He's yeah. in Mary Hartman. Okay, yeah. He yep. was in, um, well, I doubt you watch iCarly, but that's, he was in no. iCarly. He was, uh, he's the guy has long credits. He was in a lot of TV. He was in everything, yeah. Um, something you may have seen him in. Oh, jeez. Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, yeah. 
taking the fat man. He's a couple episodes of the Munsters back in the day. The Highwaymen, Dynasty, L.A. Law. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, the guys. I love Lucy. Okay. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, still acting today, actually. Um, Biff, toxic masculinity. Oh yeah, he was like well before. I guess that wasn't really a term back then. No. But he is the epitome. He, he's the epitome of it. Yeah. I mean, he he all he he just. He's just short of saying, stop being a queer kid, yeah. you know? Well, he <laughs> called him when the wife... A and wussy. Him and the, no, he also, when him and the wife were fighting with the kids in the room and they can overhear him fighting, he's calling him a limp-wristed, like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know? Oh, and, and when the, okay, so Biff's his stepdad. He's kind of a shitheel. He drinks. The kid's a little bit geeky. He's the kid's a, small a little, kid. yeah. He'd be, he'd be, like, nowadays they'd probably... Yeah, he's very geeky, nerdy. Rather play piano, practice piano, than watch the game, and uh, that kind of kid. And he's a real jock, you know, kind of uh, beat the queer out of you type. Oh yeah, Biff. Biff. That's Biff. But um, even like during Christmas when they, oh, so he gets uh, he's getting monsters in his room every night. And, and I will say there first. was that one scene where he opens the closet door. And turns away, and there's like the face and the hands. Yeah. That was legit creepy. Yeah, that, that was that was an actual legit. Creepy. You're talking with this 22 minutes. You're talking a solid five seconds, seconds of, <laughs> of legit creepy. Something that even falls in the realm of mm. dark. But um, so he goes to Biff, or he goes to his mom and yells for her, and Biff's kind of like, "Go to bed, you know you." You little uh Wussy. little queer <laughs> but like the, the very next day like so apparently it was uh, christmas time because that the next transition is just shows a christmas tree out of nowhere well and he said prayers and he was basically in his prayers have been like and poverty and hunger yeah and 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 war um help my mama and nothing about biff uh, or or, and give biff. me the give me yeah, the cuddly for- panda bear for Christmas, right? Yeah, that's right. So he gets that. But remember when he gives him the, the gun? Biff, yeah, Biff's like... He's like, him, when I was in... <laughs> that's like, when I was in Nam, that would scare Charlie to death. I was like, yeah. And, the, and he turns around and shoots at him with the fake gun. Yeah. I was even taught as a kid, you don't even sh- point a fake gun at a human. No. So, yeah. But the fact that he's calling, you know, mm-hmm. talking about Charlie, it's like, God mm-hmm. damn. It's just crazy what we would accept back then. <laughs> Well, it would have been um, but, the right time frame. He would have probably have gone to Vietnam. So well, absolutely, I'm just talking about uh, on the show. And yeah, Santa. The kind of dialogue thrown at the yeah. You know, but he's that dude. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. so fast forward. Mom has a she sings him some creepy songs. That a creepy put, lullaby <laughs> that puts him to sleep. Pretty much nightly, and then one day she has to go to. Um, a friend. She wants to go to a friend's house, a neighbor's house, kind of introduce themselves, I guess, to new neighbors or make nice or whatever. And uh, she's so she sings this son a creepy song. So, well, don't worry, Biff will be here if you need him. And Biff pretty goes out there, and Biff pretty Biff much Biff waits for the car to go away, and then comes in his room. He's drunk, and he's just like, I was like, son, really, you getting raped? Honestly, he's just starting shit. Mm. But yeah, he did give kind of like. 
All right, you're going to do what your mama won't do. Give me that fresh butt. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is about to go seriously wrong. But no, he was, just, he was just being a dick. He yeah. was just, I'm going to go fuck with my grand, my stepson. Give him a hard time. Because I want to. And so uh, he goes, you know, he leaves. The monsters come out. And he fights and, the monsters and, and, back. And the, and the boy just finally, like, had enough of being scared. He's like, look, motherfuckers. It's my room. Get the fuck out. out. Yeah. You know, As he should he have done in the it. beginning. Yeah, but he did that. He said, it. no, he did say get out, though. He just didn't say get the fuck out. Yeah. But they uh, they do cower to him. And mm-hmm. they, they do what he says. So he, um, uh, he kind of gets some power back. And then he goes... Uh, goes out to get some water or he gets scared again but he goes out and then Biff chase, tells him to go back to bed and he's gonna paddle him because they have this back and forth you know Biff's just child abuse yeah Biff can't I, I, wait to yeah. you know hit this kid so <laughs> he's so he goes in there with a with a literal paddle with a fucking uh, yeah. uh, ping pong paddle and and a beer in the other hand and a beer in the other hand yeah and you know the kid's hiding under the covers he pulls the covers back which is such a creepy thing. It's yeah, like, all right, just, all right, bend over. Come right, on, it's, yeah, it's like, spanking time. Uh-huh. Little boy. I just The whole thing was just creepy. Yep. He either thought he was going to kill the kid or rape him. Yeah, this oh, is like... It was really hard. It's like if... I know he's not going to rape him on the show, but it sure as hell felt it, like Yeah, it. there was like some definite like, wait, this is going to a different dark side. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, this is too real. Yeah. But, um... So just before he goes to paddle him, the monsters come out and they scare. Oh, he was going to the bathroom. That yeah, that's the why witch he, in, there was a witch, a in, witch the in there, and that freaked him out. And so the witch comes out first. And then the thing that's in the closet comes out, and then the octopus from under the bed. And the Pretty giant much, and the giant bandsaw. Yeah, comes out. And so so uh, Biff scared to death apparently. And the next scene is you know they're awake at the at the house and. Uh, Everybody's in mourning. Yeah, it's like basically, uh, I didn't know Biff had a heart condition, and the little boy's like, basically, he's like, man, Biff's a bitch. That's why he's yeah. dead. <laughs> he got scared to death. The monsters killed him, and his mom like, go to your room, and he's like, all right, All right. yeah, <laughs> he's like, whatever. Yeah. And so he's they they coexist. Yeah, and that was the whole story. Yeah, and, and I have just to say, Seth Rogen was adorable as a little boy. He was cute. Hmm. He's still, I think he's still adorable now. Well, but yeah, you know, and it's is, not even creepy because he's like, he's he's like forty six years old. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. He's still a grown being, man. He's with a grown like, ass man. Probably kids and oh, yeah. a mortgage. Yeah, or two. Or two, yeah. But um, that was that episode. You know, of the last three, this isn't that the, been. I mean, this sucks. But it, I wasn't angry at it like I was the others. So, you know, it actually, I could stomach it. Trust me, the one that I watched instead of this one, which is next for next our next podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I no. can't wait for you to watch <laughs> that motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> All right, what's going on of this day? Oh, is there anything that used to scare you as a kid when you were that age? I was going to ask you. When I was like... The, the, like that age? His age in, like, the, in the show? Like 10 or so. Yeah, well, is there anything that, like, if, if you think about it too long before going to bed, it would freak you out? Um, I was, I was like, kind of always creeped out about, like, aliens 
coming down. Aliens? Really? Yeah. I think about that his age, because we lived out in kind of a, our neighborhood was built, but it was surrounded by agriculture. Mm-hmm. So we had like this incongruous, like little nice neighborhood. Vancouver was kind of the same way yeah. back then. Too. Yeah. So it's like nothing but farmer's fields and then this like nice neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and like we would have crop dusting in the daytime. And the crop dusters would come so close to the house, you could see the, like, the landing gear on their fucking plane. I mean, mm. and I remember one time, it was just, I was just asleep. It was just had gotten dark. And I was awakened by this sound, and there was, like, a light in the field across the street, behind the house across the street. And I, like, went and ran into my parents, and I'm like, there's something going on in the field across the street. And they're like, it's a crop duster. And even as a little kid, I was like, no, that's an orange light. Like, you know, and that was like the only thing I can think of. Um, I was more afraid of people back then because my parents, my mom grew up in Hawthorne District in Portland. My dad grew up in Woodstock District in Portland. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of, they raised me that, you know, when they're done raping you, they chop you up into little pieces and throw you in the Willamette. So that's what I was afraid of as a child. Yeah. I was never afraid of monsters. <laughs> For me, if I were on that time, the one thing that creeped me out every time was on. I'd watch it every time too, but I'd be creeped out and it would always revisit me when I, you know, trying to go to sleep and it's scary was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Oh, okay. And just certain parts like when in the very beginning when he turns into a werewolf just when he yells, go away, and his eyes mm-hmm. are yellow and the teeth are big. Not when he fully transforms. But yeah. When he fully transforms, is like the 1960s werewolf. Werewolf, yeah. But the transformation in the beginning, holy oh, shit. Oh, another thing that used to freak me out is, like, we had an acre of pasture behind our house. Uh-huh. And at the end of that acre was a cornfield. Mm-hmm. That cornfield used to freak me out. Yeah. And it was mostly because there'd be, like, hot and cold because you know they trap it traps the colder air under the moist soil yeah and in in idaho it was hot as fuck so it would like you'd you'd have these like patches of weird cool air just coming out of the fucking corn (laughs) now i'd have to say i'd like go out at night to feed my horse and it'd be like fall or winter and it would be like the corn the cornfield would and that was before children of the corn came out because i was like 13 or 12 or 13 or 14 when children of the corn came out so yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. The cornfield used to freak me out. I think it came out in '79. Children of the Corn. Yeah. Did it come out that early? I think so. I don't think so. Let's let's look. I might have read it. You mean the book? But oh, not the, the book. Movie. The book definitely came out. Yeah, before. the book definitely came out before. But at ten years, I didn't start reading Stephen King till I was twelve. I started with Cujo. Oh, yeah. 84. Yeah, so that's what I thought. So, you know, the 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 yeah, the story, the story probably came out earlier, but the movie didn't come out till I was yeah, like in junior high. Gotcha. But um yeah, the cornfield used to freak me out. Yeah, for me for me it was probably uh yeah, it was definitely a uh, Michael Jackson's thrill. That just freaked me out. The, the, but Well, you guys were churchy, too, though. Yeah, but that it wasn't because of that. That had nothing to do with it. Because I knew there weren't zombies. 
walking the earth or werewolves, but just the way it looked, just always no, but Damon really yelled, "Go away!" And he's like changing the whole thing to freak me out. And the zombies at the end when they're breaking into the house before they grab her mm-hmm. that creeped me out. Anyway, uh, on this day, December twenty second, nineteen eighty five. The movies, uh, only two this week. Head Office with uh, Judge Reinhold, Eddie Albert, Lori Nahn, Engler. I don't know it. And uh, Revolution by um, Al Pacino and Donald Sutherland, Natasha Kinski. Oh, Okay. That's it. Not a whole lot. The song department. Uh, Phil Collins, Separate Lives. Uh, Simple Minds, Alive and Kicking. Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time. <laughs> Mr. Mister, Broken Wings. And Lionel Richie, Say You, Say Me. Okay. But that's, uh, so that's about it going on. But this is a weirdly pieced together episode because Audra... Fucked up. Fucked up. Fucked up, Audra. Yeah, well, that's okay. What about <laughs> the time where you watched four of the completely wrong... You all know four. what? I just missed one. <laughs> I don't, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. We'll, we'll see you next week. Shoots. <laughs>